This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 8.47am, you're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana and Keith. We have the opening bell in about 15 minutes and we'll also take a look at news coming out of corporate Malaysia and Singapore. In the meantime, though, we're turning to the proceedings at the International Court of Justice. Last Friday, the ICJ delivered its preliminary ruling in the genocide case brought by South Africa against Israel. Although the court stopped short of ordering the cessation of military operations, the judges set out six provisional measures, including ordering Israel to take all steps within its power to prevent acts of genocide, allow more humanitarian aid into Gaza, and to preserve evidence related to allegations of genocide. The ruling also called for Israel to report to the court in one month on its steps to implement the measures. While the merits of the genocide allegations have yet to be debated and the process could take years, the ICJ preliminary ruling in favour of South Africa is seen as a diplomatic victory and puts even more scrutiny on Israel over its actions in Gaza. So could this ruling change the trajectory of the war? To better understand the implications of the ruling, we have on the line with us Dr. James Dorsey, Senior Fellow at the S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies. James, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. So as mentioned in their preliminary decision, the ICJ didn't order a ceasefire, but called for Israel to prevent acts of genocide in Gaza, how is this being dis- how is this decision being interpreted by the parties involved in the case? Good morning. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Um, those in favor of a ceasefire interpret the court decision as basically c- that it cannot be implemented without a ceasefire. Mm. The Israelis essentially see it as a victory that uh, the court did not order a ceasefire, and maybe more importantly, that the court said there was a risk of genocidal acts, but did not conclude that Israel was uh, committing genocide. The problem with the court decision, of course, is that uh, the court has no mechanism to implement the decision. The only thing that can be done, which is being done by Algeria, the current Arab member of the United Nations Security Council, is bring the issue to the uh, the court decision to the Security Council, and if the Council were to um, uh, were to adopt that decision, then uh, it, the burden would be much greater on Israel. I think the litmus test in all of this is whether. Israel complies with the court decision that it report within a month on how it is complying with the decision. In all the condemnation of Israeli condemnation of the court decision, Israel has not said whether or not it would comply with that demand. In the meantime, James, uh, how do you think this ruling would impact uh, how Israel continues on its offensive in Gaza? Israel will have to be seen to be enhancing the flow of humanitarian aid to Gaza. Uh, That was one major focus of the uh, court decision. And uh, that puts Israel a bit in a bind in the whole controversy at the moment over over UNRWA, the United Nations agency focused on uh, Gaza, which is the lead uh, UN agency in the Strip and the, thir- the, the Strip's third largest employer. 
We'll come to um, UNRWA in just a bit, but I do want to get your thoughts on what <coughs> the ICJ decision means for international allies of Israel who are providing support uh, for the war, particularly the U.S. Um, how are they reacting to this court decision and will it have any bearing on what they do next? It clearly puts them on the spot because what the court says and decides is international law. Uh, however, on the other hand, we've seen the United States, as well as uh, other pro-Israeli allies of the United States, be being very c- critical and, and cautious about the, uh, the court decision. Israel's argument, of course, is that it's even whatever one thinks of Israel's conduct of the war in Gaza, Israel's argument is that it is complying with those demands already. This this is a preliminary decision um, suggesting that there's more to come. What can we expect next? Well, the legal procedure is basically the South Africans who initiated the case wanted preliminary measures because they believe and, and saw acts of genocide being committed. And in some ways, the court has uh, acceded to that by declaring uh, uh, or by uh, issuing an order to Israel to do certain things. Um, The legal process itself is a process that's going to take years. The court will ultimately have to uh, decide whether there is merit to the allegation that Israel is committing genocide. And then you will get... uh, Uh, court proceedings and a trial, and when we'll have to see how that ends. One of the difficulties in that whole legal procedure is that you have to prove intent. Hmm. James, coming back to the issue of UNRWA, we've seen several countries suspending aid to the uh, UN Palestinian Refugee Agency following allegations that UN staffers were involved in the October 7th attacks by Hamas. What are the implications of this for Gaza and UNRWA itself? Well, I think one has to wait and see what the implications are. Uh, That is to say, as a matter of principle, it undermines the main funnel for humanitarian aid to Gaza. But in reality, there are two factors one has to take into account. Uh, Much of the aid that was promised has already been advanced to to UNRWA, Mm. which means that UNRWA will be able to function for several months or a period of time before it really runs out of money. The other factor is that while the allegations against UNRWA certainly have merit, uh, UNRWA is indispensable. Uh, That is to say, unless the Israeli military wants to start taking on responsibility in Gaza for the distribution of aid and the uh, functioning of social and medical services, uh, there's nobody else but UNRWA. So we may see that uh, within a matter of months that Western aid to UNRWA will be restored under some flimsy uh, fig leaf. Uh, there, there are several international discussions taking place to negotiate a permanent ceasefire, uh, one of which is, I think, going on now. And Israel seems to be, what I've seen, what I'm looking at here is that they, they seem to be quite positive that this is going to show some traction. What are your thoughts on, on, on these? What are the talks are, are ongoing as well? You've had talks this weekend in Paris between the head of the CIA, the Guthrie Prime Minister, 
and the heads of the intelligence services of Israel in Egypt, which are focused on trying to arrange some kind of ceasefire and a, a prisoner exchange, which would lead to the release of all remaining uh, Hamas-held hostage, hostages in Gaza. Uh, the Israeli attitude towards those talks has changed in the last 24 hours. That is to say, the Israelis were pessimistic yesterday, primarily because the gap, the, the major gap is between Hamas's demand that the prisoners will only be released in a process that ends the Gaza war, mm. whereas Israel was willing to halt the hostilities for a period of up to two months, but not end the war and uh, retain the right to re to uh, uh, revive hostilities after the prisoner exchange. It's not clear exactly how that gap has been narrowed in the last 24 hours, but clearly the Israelis think uh, that uh, they are closer to a, uh, to a deal, although it's hard to imagine that the Israelis at this point would concede an end to the fighting. Do, do you share that that uh, optimism? I mean, some of the articles that I've been reading uh, see this as this 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 thirty day plus thirty day pause as a way to negotiate a more durable long term ceasefire. Uh, is is that something that you know there might be a possibility of happening? Well, I think it's certainly a, a theoretical possibility, and a two month stop in the in the fighting is a long halt. Uh, and, and that gives everybody, all the players, leeway and time to try and negotiate a, a, a permanent ceasefire. Whether that's feasible or not remains to be seen. Hamas certainly has a uh, vested interest at this point in a uh, permanent ceasefire. On the other hand, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has an interest in perpetuating the war. James, what is the um, situation domestically in Israel? Is Benjamin Netanyahu winning support through his actions in Gaza at the moment? It's complex. The war is popular in uh, Israel, by and large. But having said that, you had a poll, an opinion poll last week that said that uh, a majority, about 51%, of Israelis would favor an independent Palestinian state, um, provided that it is demilitarized. Ben Netanyahu has clearly said there will be no Palestinian state. Netanyahu is, under, uh, is, is caught between uh, fires. On the one hand, uh, the public certainly wants, an, uh, or certainly the relatives of the uh, hostages want an immediate end to the war so that the hostages will be released. Uh, on the other hand, his uh, Netanyahu's far-right ultra-nationalist coalition partners want nothing to do with anything that would end the war, mm. and in fact uh, are willing to sacrifice the hostages. Netanyahu's own uh, public uh, rating is very low, up to 15% uh, uh, or only 15% of the Israeli uh, population mm. want to see Netanyahu in power once the war ends. So he's under fire and he's caught in between and he's basically, it's a balancing act for him. 
James, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Dr. James Dorsey, a senior fellow at the S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies, weighing in on the decision of the ICJ uh, on the genocide allegations against Israel, what uh, what that could mean for what happens in the war moving forward. We are going to be keeping a close eye on these developments. It's 8.59 in the morning. We are heading into the 9 a.m. news bulletin. And then after that, we have the opening bell and we'll also get market insights with Kingsley Jones, Chief Investment Officer of Jevons Global. Stay tuned for that, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.